<laughs> Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. As always, it is Michael and Chad, and I know it's been approximately 11 days since we've last seen y'all, but let me tell you this crazy number that I'm going to throw at you. You ready for this, Chad? Yeah, do it. Throw it. 26. We saw 26 goals from May 1st to May 7th. Today, today we saw 21. <laughs> what? What happened? What? <laughs> Last week, no one wanted to score, and then today, the bottom half of the table, excuse Brighton, said, "Well, let's, let's do this thing. I mean, yeah, you know, it's crunch time. Team's got to get the wins, so everyone's, everyone's battling. So I, I guess that results in a lot of goals. If you would have told me, if I was not a soccer fan, d- didn't know anything about the table, and you told me Everton and Brighton were battling for last place, I would have said, what? Isn't Everton, like, top five, and, like, Brighton, like, maybe going to get relegated? Because that game was ridiculous. Just did not go the way I expected it to. One one bit. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And it's so insane that my brain is jumping ahead of what we're supposed to be doing. Let's crack these brews, Chad. Um, okay, okay, what you got? I got Delicious by uh, Stone. Okay, yeah. It's, it's a pretty can. Uh, rocking nine, wow. 9.4% on a Monday. Jeez. That's what we're going to do. All right. I got a Dust Bowl, um, Peace, Love, and Haze. Mm. Hazy IPA. Um, to be fair, I, I poured one already. This is oh. my backup. Hell so. yeah. I gotta, I'll got i roll over <laughs> in my fridge if uh, things get bad. And I got, you can see my decanter. It's hiding right there, too. Might, might maybe, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, depends on how far we go into all of these games. But since it's been 11 days, we've both been kind of all over the place. Um, I'm thinking maybe we just backtrack to when Arsenal played Chelsea uh, okay. on Monday of last week. Um, just yeah. because that was a game where if Arsenal loses... I think all hell would break loose. And it, then it, it looks a lot worse of a season. <laughs> it looks a lot <laughs> worse. Oh, man. Uh, and we already kind of know the context of where Chelsea is at as of today. But after yeah. that game, man, there was so much speculation on, like, is this team going to make it? Like, yeah, they're 12th, 11th, wherever they were at that time. But I, I was starting to, like, kind of go, oh, man, like, they're in trouble, which is crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, it. They just. I mean, they looked how they looked all season, and just not good. And um, you know, it was kind of the perfect bounce back game for Arsenal. <laughs> for real, yeah. Because <laughs> they were just, awful. They were awful. It was just so easy. Like, like pressure was off. You know, you could go out there, play your game, and, and Chelsea basically let them do it. And um, enjoyable to watch from from my point of view, but. <laughs> I don't know about the Chelsea fans. <laughs> well, I mean, Chelsea, I, I saw a video today of, you know, them beating Bournemouth this past weekend. And they, after they took the lead on the goal, it was like some college campus classroom thing where a couple of guys were watching. The guy was literally screaming, being like, we got one. We got one. I'm like, damn, like, how far have you fallen? Um, yeah. And then this past week, I don't know if you saw this, Kai Havertz came out and said, you know, September, October, we were cruise control mode. We were winning games. We weren't even thinking about the negatives that were in our season. And all of a sudden, they fired Tuchel. And he said, and that threw everyone off. And, like, man, looking back, was that just the biggest mistake in, I guess, the EPL this year? Um, yeah, potentially. I mean, 
they had a good start, and like thank God for them, they did because had they not had a good start, they would be in the relegation battle. Like easily, <laughs> they gathered those points early, and that was enough to kind of uh, keep them afloat, I guess. Right? But I mean, I get like new ownership comes in, they kind of want to make their mark and all this stuff. But like, I don't know that you you fire Thomas right away like that. Like <laughs> he he got good performances out of that team um you know he had been there a little bit so like he kind of his style was you know over the kind of the, the uh, fingerprints all over the squad sort of thing well, so they all knew him they knew how to play for him yeah and, and like that's the thing like, and i don't think this was a player obviously not a player driven move it, it, yeah. it rolls back to that ronaldo decision where the man you know manager wanted to bring in ronaldo and Tuchel was like hell no and then all of a sudden he shakes Conte's hand and then he's gone the next week. Like that's how fast it happened when it's, this team was, uh, you know, it was super early to say whether or not they'd be challenging for the title, but it wouldn't be crazy to say that Chelsea would be in the running for the title at that point of the season. I mean, at the very least, you know, in the, in the top four, the very um, least fight, you know, like, <laughs> it, so I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I think it was just like the show of power of like i am the owner now i gotta gotta assert myself sort of thing and i mean look they're they're paying the price and big time have already paid a lot of money so well <laughs> if that's what 600 million gets you imagine what 1.8 billion will get you i just like, let's, <laughs> let's raise the stakes let's see what can happen um let's talk arsenal whoa man i went full british there let's talk arsenal uh odegaard is on fire. Are you just so yeah. proud of your little kid there, just lighting it up? I mean, it's still just crazy because, like, I remember seeing the videos like <laughs> way back in the day when he's like 15, and they're like, "This is the next, you know, big thing, the next messy sort of thing." <laughs> and then, like, yeah, he goes to Real. You kind of, you know, don't hear about him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Arsenal get him on loan, and then, you know, we're able to buy him. I think for like 30 million, and then now he's just like. He's he's good. He's exactly what every team would want, you know, a, a creative midfielder that's also scoring. You know, he's he's looking like a, a Kevin De Bruyne out there, just doing what he needs to do. And um, I think these these past couple games, you've definitely seen more of like that that kind of captains like grab the game and like give me the ball. I'm putting mm. it in the net. Like mm. none of this this like fancy stuff just like let's let's get this thing rolling because like man his goals are just like they got some like that i don't know if it's anger i'm i guess passion they got some passion behind it yeah lately. it was like he, he's he's had enough of the uh the arsenal bottle the season talk <laughs> i mean it's it's super fun to watch because he has just been i don't you can't use the word perfect but like pretty close to that um yeah. Do you think this is close to peak form? Do you think there's another level? What like what do you think his ceiling is? Because I mean, you had Ozil a couple of years ago, and when he played for yeah. Arsenal, those were spectacular. But is it is this better than Ozil? Like from the outside looking in, I it looks like it to me right now. But like, yeah, Odegaard's twenty three, twenty four, um, twenty four. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, you know. It's kind of hard to compare directly just because, 
um, you know, tactically, they're, they're, it's just much different game plans and stuff. Um, but he's, he's, you know, he's, he's getting assists or like, you know, the pre-assist hockey assist kind of pass, mm-hmm. um, like setting things up. But then now this season, especially taking shots and, and scoring goals and, um, you know, he's just, he just, he's an engine out there. He just runs and runs and he kind of leads the press often and he just seems to go and go. And, you know, he then pulls off some like crazy touch and, and, and dribble and, and all this sort of stuff. And I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I don't want to say peak, um, but I think we're, we're like quickly approaching that. Like there's still moments where he, I think takes, sometimes a little too long to make the decision on the pass. Um, so I think, you know, that, that can be fleshed out a little bit more, but um, I mean, look, if this is the start of his, his peak trajectory, then like, keep well, well, that, well, that falls into my next question is, is this now the floor for Odegaard? Like this is now what we expect <laughs> every season. Like, this is the level. And, I mean, look, if he could put in 15 goals a season, like, that it's good for that's the baseline like yeah that that's that's a good good player to have and, and a good baseline to have so um i mean yeah you you would hope he'd just at least continue to build on this whether that's you know next season maybe he drops a few goals but you know does more on the assisting or something and like i don't know i think he'll always have a pretty good balance of the two he just he gets in great positions and i want to say um I think it was the Chelsea game where, like, he uh, he had the two goals that were, um, like, pretty much carbon copies of each other. Like, mm-hmm. the same area, the ball just comes into him and just hits it. Yep. And then, not exactly the same, but kind of a, a similar goal in uh, against Newcastle this week, where he's, like, that kind of top of the box area just floating around. So good. And just shoots. So you know? good. Yeah, that that shot was like on the money, and maybe Pope had a late jump. Not really, but like yeah. he had to get it perfectly in that corner, or else Pope yeah. was gonna get it. And uh, yeah, big big two wins for Arsenal this week. It's got to feel good, to kind of get back on track and and feel like you're still in the running. Because I totally believe you are. I, I'm not one of those people who say it's still over. And I hope after I, this weekend, people see that city can slip. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is, as much as City may have control right now, uh, you know Arsenal just have to go out and and win their games, keep the pressure on City, you know, keep them honest to win the title. Like if they're gonna win it, cool, but you're not gonna walk to it. Like we're gonna be right there, breathing down your neck, like forcing you to win every game, just as as Arsenal will hopefully win the remainder of their games. It's, so it's weirdly like. Uh, a less pressurized spot now for Arsenal where they just got to go be themselves. Um, not really have to worry about who's under them because essentially there's no way those teams are going to make a run for second. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter even if they did, I guess maybe a little bit morally, if they all of a sudden lost four in a row to end the season, like that, that could create a little bit of chaos, but now for them, it's just, just kicking butt week in week out and just whatever happens happens. Yeah. And you know, Arsenal only have, the, the league games a focus on where City has, you know, two big games against Madrid. No, oh, I and, know. You know, if I don't think Pep or any of the City players would say it, but you know, the the Champions League has been the trophy they haven't won. So that's 
maybe somewhat weighing on their mind of like mm-hmm. this is the one we should focus on. So, you know, mindset might slip a little bit in the league games. I don't know. We'll see. But so, it's it's going to be a great finish either way, you know. How, how do you watch. how do you feel about Pep saying the the true uh, title that Arsenal won this year was making it into Champions League? I mean, I, I think it's it fair, but like I don't know. I mean, getting back into Champions League was was always the goal for this season, right? Like anything above that was was just surplus but um i don't know i mean it's almost feels like one of those things where like you say something and then maybe some karma comes and and you know (laughs) rears its head and you know the the, uh the title you were just talking about is that's that's the answer i wanted chad that's that's what i want that was pretty cocky of pep (laughs) i mean look he's he's done it before he's uh, he's been saying crazy things in his interviews now. And- I know, <laughs> pretty wild. And honestly, this this maybe we can just kind of I don't know, anything from Arsenal you want to note. Um, I guess from the Chelsea game, and maybe we can talk. I, I want to finish up the Arsenal before we jump to City, but um, Ramsdale, man, he like that was his best game by far. That Newcastle, at least in my mind, from yeah. what I've seen, he was great. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's. Um, you know he's looked pretty decent all season, but I think much like a lot of the players in you know past month or two, just I mean Arsenal's been letting in a lot more goals, so not squarely Ramsdale's fault, mm-hmm. but you know not as prolific with his saves as he as he started the season, and you know this game was, I mean even so the Chilwell shot in the Chelsea game was a great save. Um, you know, if, if that goes in, that game maybe gets a little more chaotic and it, it's not a, as easy of a win. Um, but then, I mean, this Newcastle game, like, yeah, there were a couple posts in there that helped save the day. But, you know, Ramsdale is still big, making making some big saves and some great reaction saves and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he's looked great. You know, he, he, I think he's going to end the season on a high here. Um, you know, I, I think it's... I don't know. It, it's 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 hard to to fault him at this point. Like he's doing what what he's doing. You know, the defensive line is a little bit makeshift at the moment. Right. It seems to start be clicking now too. So yeah, I mean, I, I think Arsenal are gonna run in pretty well here. Like this Newcastle game, other than the City game, was the game that I was like really worried about because Newcastle's just been in good form like the whole season, right? Especially at home. They've been scoring like crazy. Now, I mean, Arsenal are the only other team besides Liverpool to beat them at home. Wow. What a deal. Like, hey, but that's how good they've we'll been. We'll shake on it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so, you know, coming into this game, it was always going to be a uh, a hard battle. Um, I just, I, I don't think, you know, uh, Newcastle really helped themselves by being as, like, physical and aggressive as they were. Holy moly. <laughs> they were just clattering into people. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I mean, the the ref had to hand some yellows that way earlier, and of course did not. But um, you know, it, it kind of played into <laughs> Arsenal's hands because Arsenal got a fairly early goal. You know, and, and now when you keep fouling or you keep standing in front of free kicks or you're like tugging on Ramsdale's arm, like that's not Arsenal wasting time anymore. That's your own actions 
causing time to you know disappear so mm-hmm. um i saw some complaints about that but like i think for the most part you know it's, it's architects of their own downfall right like <laughs> some of those hits were so hard like the uh, I, the, um, the the jesus one i thought he broke yeah, his like, jaw i thought his goes, jaw like, was full broken shoulder into him and like <laughs> so bad <laughs> i don't even think that got checked like what <laughs> the hell's going on here it's um, not even a foul it ended up being a throw-in like <laughs> i don't remember who did that was it i might have been burns that came on him i remember burns coming up a couple time uh bruno g had a couple hard hits the the scrape on the back of the ankle on Saka. it was yeah. Saka, man Saka's yeah. ankles they're gonna be so screwed in 10 years <laughs> yeah i mean the longevity I, of him is it, it worries me i think you know, they, like, Sokka's not really had a good um, backup option all season. Like, mm-hmm. Reese Nelson is kind of doing that now, but um, I think if Arsenal can find a, a solid backup option, whether they stick with Reese Nelson or not, I think something Arteta needs to learn and, and seems to kind of be learning is that, like, you got to just rotate. Like, I get, like, Sokka's your dude. But like, yeah, he, you know, his ankles are getting kicked every single game multiple times. Like, you just need to freshen up the team, which I think we're kind of seeing in these past games where Jorginho's playing in the midfield now instead of Partey. Um, Kivior came in instead of holding. Like, just mix it up a little bit, right? right? Like, whether it's, you know, the team itself just starts to feel a little bit stale or comfortable or other teams start to, you know, click into, like, Okay, well, this is how they build up because they've you know played the same starting eleven almost the whole season, which you know is it's not necessarily a bad thing to have a solid starting eleven, but you almost need you know a solid I don't know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, something like that, where you can rotate a little bit more and um, change up the the tactics um, a little bit easier, which. You know, had uh, Arteta maybe done this a few games prior, those those you know. Uh, those Southampton draws and stuff maybe not would have happened. I don't know, but you know, that's all for next season. It's all learning for Arteta too. He's so early into his managerial career, and like you were at, hand, you were at the earliest of your championship timeline right now. It is a yeah. long one. It's a long one. Yeah, and you know, it's it's kind of cool that like he's kind of growing as the squad is growing, like. He's young for a manager. The squad is young overall. Like they're kind of growing hand in hand, and uh, yeah, I think you know, future's definitely bright. Oh, you can't say it's so. not bright. <laughs> you, there's no way. I mean, he's just every year he's going to get better with experience. You get better at anything, yeah. and that's exactly what's going to happen to him. Um, you need those wounds. You need those battle scars, just like this. Every for team, sure. every team needs it. For no matter what the sport is, uh, yeah. every team needs to experience losing crucial matches or losing a lead because the following year most likely 99 times out of 100 it's not going to happen yeah i mean like the newcastle last year came right after um you know uh, arsenal had just lost to tottenham uh holding had a red card it was like you know not a great game and and that was the the battle for top four they could have went to newcastle and if, had they won mm. um I don't remember if they would have ended up in top four or just, you know, been in a better position, but they went to Newcastle and lost. And 
Um, Ramsdale actually said after the game that Arteta's like pre-match uh, meeting with the squad was showing the all or nothing clip. No way. Of, of that game and like how they, everyone was so like disappointed afterwards and all that. So, you know, it, it's definitely motivated. Exactly what you're saying. You know, it's just you know, it, they had that that memory from last year and like I think that's why Odegaard kind of performed the way he performed. Mm. It was just like I'm not letting that happen again. You know, I, I'm I'm putting my foot down, and took his shot. Like, I don't know if he planned on that going in so easy, but it did. <laughs> Money. Well, Chad, I want to segue because we just talked about having a 15, 16 man rotation, and yep. that is exactly what Liverpool has finally figured out, and it is fucking, mwah, dude. <laughs> Starting Gakpo in the midfield this last weekend was never going to be Gakpo in the midfield. It was going to be Trent sliding over, having Gakpo play up top in this crazy front four thing where him and Jota kind of keep dipping back and forth. Um, Nunez got the nod. Nunez had so... This was like early season Nunez this game. This last game against Brentford. Um, Pretty frustrating. But the chances are there, and the way that we had our, I, I guess the way we just backed each other up was so refreshing to see. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think when the team knows that Trent is not going to be over there, we can overcompensate in making sure that if that right side is going to get burned, like whoever's playing the closest to, I guess, the right center mid or right center back, whoever's over there needs to, I guess, just be more aware of what yeah. cuts are coming in, what runs are making it down that line. And if Trent isn't there, they need to, they need to help big time. Um, but, you know, I think the score lines don't say the whole story, you know, beating Fulham one nil. Um, I feel like we probably should have scored more. I was definitely not feeling awesome that we didn't score more, but like we were also in complete control of that game. I'm surprised we didn't get yeah. at least one more in that in that game um, just because of how much we had the ball and how many shots we really took. And I don't think in the future for whatever games we have upcoming in the next couple of weeks, that'll affect us. I mean, we're still controlling the ball. We're still finding opportunities. I think when, when crunch time happens, we're going to make goals appear. Um, and then again, one nil against Brentford that game. I'm not too shocked. We only scored one. Brentford has a really good back line and yeah. they're a respectable team. They're not a team that, um, you know, most are going to roll over and, and, and not be aware of the situation. They have the third longest tenured coach in the Premier League three years. Again, that is crazy. <laughs> that is the third most, but that's the honest truth. Oh, yeah. His players <laughs> trust him. He was asked this past week, would he rather have Holland or Tony? And he said, of course, Tony, with a big old smile on his face. But, yeah, you have to. <laughs> but he complimented Tony saying if he was on Man City, he would be scoring... Uh, 25 plus goals. So he didn't compare him directly to Holland, but I I believe him. Why couldn't Tony score, you know, 25 plus goals at a at a Liverpool or a a, a, a City? So um, I think the two way trust between manager and players there makes that team confident as soon as they get on the pitch. So yeah. that yeah, that made me nervous. I mean, yeah, it, it looked like. You know, the Fulham game was just, uh, I don't know, just not the most, like, assured. 
no. win, certainly. Because um, Fulham's been kind of shit lately, too. and Yeah, but I mean, th- those games are always going to come up where it's just like, Things don't really necessarily fall your way, but you get over the line, and they and got the job that, done. Yeah. They only needed yeah. one. Like that game, so. they, it's not like Fulham was doing anything where I was like, "Oh my god!" But Fulham has Fulham is playing for nothing. They have yeah. nothing to play for. They're not. They don't need to move around the table. They're safe where they are. They're not going to make it in the top six. They're just like, yeah. let's try some stuff. Um, yeah, which and, they, and you know, kind of same thing in the Brentford game is like maybe less uh well more straightforward win i think than the fulham game but you know i think brentford's attack just kind of couldn't really didn't really click too much in that game you know they defensively were were pretty strong and they had you know a few good looks and i think uh and buemo or something oh he's a menace he was offside, but man, what a run! Oh, he's, what, a, what a goal that would have been! Like, <laughs> dude, he's he's a good so, little he's a good player, man. Yeah, see, they got those sleeper players like yeah. that too. It's like, you know, they they can they can definitely hurt you, but um, you know, Brentford's been on a a little bit of a weird form patch the past few weeks like, anyway. Like so. that's that's a guy I could see Arsenal getting and subbing Saka in when they need a little bit of burst on the wing. Like that that's the type of when you were saying Saka doesn't have that replacement, that's who I'm thinking of. Um <laughs> you know, it's not not, not Reese Nelson's a solid player, but Saka's quick, Martinelli's quick. If you put someone else who's just as quick with them on the wings, yeah. I, I smell danger. And and, uh, you know, we don't have to go back to Arsenal, but, like, that's the type of player that I'm worried about. It's it, it, Same thing happened with when, when we played Leeds. Somerville came on and burned us down the wings. Like, it's those fast guys who come in, and not saying Virgil's not fast or Conate, but, like, they're, but, not, as, mean, they're, not, as, they're not as quick as those guys. Yeah, like, like Virgil was in full sprint trying to close him down, and, you know, he, he caught up to him mostly, but, you know, still not enough to stop the goal i mean luckily he was offside anyway but i mean yeah that's i called it as soon as it happened i stood off <laughs> he's off just stop the play <laughs> i know they take so long oh my goodness yeah. um, um i did have an interesting ivan tony fact though. Ooh, fact me up um so since their game against arsenal in uh february uh 12th Ivan Tony has scored in every other match. Every other. So you guys were you guys were in the clear here. He had scored last match. Mm. He was never going to score against Liverpool. Wow. Okay. Next we're gonna... match though. <laughs> He's scoring. <laughs> uh, when do they play? Is it Thursday? Friday? Thursday? And they. No, it's the play. weekend. I think we're done. I think we're done for the week. Oh yeah, I think we're back on weekends. West, um, yeah, I have I got West Ham. Is that West right? Ham on Sunday. Yeah. So look for an Ivan Tony goal. It should happen. <laughs> okay, well, off that, I'm good with Liverpool. Solid week. I don't got much more to say. Um, the only thing I want to go back and talk about is that game against Tottenham. Oh yeah, dang! Did that happen before we we hadn't talked since that game? Woo. We hadn't we hadn't gotten to talk about it. Holy moly! Okay, let's go back. Let me. I gotta bring actually. I gotta bring up the uh, the score here. <laughs> Oh yes, it's all Wait, coming back to me. Or did we talk about this? Nope. This was this was uh Oh man, what day was this? <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, it was so long ago. The thirtieth. It was Sunday. You were gone. 
you we we broadcasted two nights before that's right um okay <laughs> 15 minutes in chat i'm going this is going to be another six one like easy money put him yeah. to sleep we totally let off the gas 100 percent for what again three nil you can do this against teams you can't do it against a team who actually has quality players and shouldn't be where they are. Yeah. Tottenham, yeah. yes, they're in the top, I guess, seven now. But, like, realistically, ask us at the beginning of the year, top four team. Easy. They have the yeah. pair, players to do it. You, They still want to win. They're not completely dead now. I think they really want to win for Ryan Mason. Um, so we let them back into this game. Like, simple as that. We made subs um, that didn't necessarily... I guess lock down our defense because we weren't really controlling the brawl the ball that much. We brought in Henderson and Jota at the 63rd, and then Nunez 10 minutes later. It didn't show that we were just kind of, I don't know, making sure that we were solidified in the back. We still wanted to press. We still wanted to maybe score a goal here and there, but we didn't. We we put in the players to do that, but we didn't act like we wanted to do that. It was very bizarre. I, I hated it. Um, <laughs> and then next thing you know, three three. Oof, bro. <laughs> I mean, look, that that Richarlison goal is just it's such a, a hard bounce for Allison to deal with, like and I hate that it gave him a goal. Oh well okay, game. okay. This is oh god, it's all it's like PTSD <laughs> for soccer. So at that time, did you get to watch the game? Mm-hmm. So right before the free kick, Oliver Skip is bleeding out of his Mouth, yes. face, I don't, remember what, I don't remember what was bleeding. Maybe his scalp. It was something odd. They take him out of the game. So now Tottenham's down a man. And I'm literally going, they're going to fucking score. Because <laughs> I was like, this always happens. The team yeah. who goes down somehow pulls out this thing out of nowhere. And they grab a goal. And I was just like, oh. And I, I feel like that's part of the mental attitude of the defense too. Oh, we're up a man now. They basically have a red Probably, card for yeah. this play. We can maybe let one slip by us. Next thing you know, that shit, the bird pecker from Brazil is walking around the pitch doing the pigeon. Um, I mean, you hate to see it, but you love to see what comes next. So, well, Okay, so this is where the controversy begins, Chad. Should Jota even be in this game? I mean, it's certainly a high boot. I would probably say he should be off, but I think there was an argument for unintentional. Well, um, that, but you know, just dangerously high, like whoever it, it was against, it didn't really like dive Oliver, down. Was, to I think it was Oliver line. Skip. I think it was that. That's yeah. why he was taken out on the play that Richarlison mm. scored the goal. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah, he he probably should have been off, but. This this is the the VAR era that we live in, where you don't really know how things are going to play out. You and giveth and you taketh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Like, I get, you know, Tottenham fans will feel some type of way about it, and I'm sure I would feel some type of way too. But oh, I just... said, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I sh- shocked he didn't get sent off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. I get his his one excuse was you know 
I wasn't looking that direction. I didn't think anyone else yeah. would go up for that ball. But like at the same time, you that's why you don't do a high boot like that. And yeah. So to get the yellow shows that he was in the wrong, but he wasn't in the wrong that like it could have been worse. I'm like, I don't know how that could have been worse. I was really trying to think about that. Like what if it could have been worse if he hit him in the eye? I'm like, but that's not up to his boot. It's up to the guy's yeah. face. Like where do you, where do you draw the line of of I mean yellow and red on that play? I guess they would call it more red if if Jota like checks and Looked. sees that someone is coming and still does it whereas like this yeah. is you know eyes on the ball sort of thing never uh, saw him he never saw him that's the honest kind truth of a, yeah just just kind of a uh you know a, a casualty of, of the the play but um it's football i mean yeah it, right? it could have been it could it probably should have been a red but you know it's just here you are, and and like like the script has to be written. Okay, <laughs> of no. course, Jota's the one. <laughs> Let's fast forward. Um, <laughs> Lucas Mora. Oof. <laughs> I mean, he's had he's had a rough stretch. I yes. I don't think he'll make it back on the pitch for this team ever again. That's all. I'm, he's, I mean, his contract is done. Like why yeah. he's been a liability for them. He got a red card the last time he was on the pitch. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and, and I think it was like pretty quickly too, right? Like he came on, oh. spent I don't know, ten twenty minutes or something, and was out of there. I think it was pretty quick. Six minutes. Oh, six minutes. So, yeah, he got the, the, he got uh, warm. Volatelli special, you know. <laughs> he, he loosened up. <laughs> said, "All right, give you out." Yeah, <laughs> and then he fed Liverpool. Diego Great Jota. Assist. Oh man, what was he doing? The ball could have gone anywhere. If there's a 360 degree circle around a player, he went to the one degree he shouldn't have. The exactly. one. The one. I mean, fair play to Jota. He, you know, kind of anticipated that pass and was ready to jump on it. But like, <laughs> I I get that. You know, you you guys just tied the game. It looks like the game is about to be over, so you're just heading it back to defender or, or, or keeper to, you know, kill the last final moments. But I mean, he's kind of he's kind of out at the, uh, the the side, like the sideline. Like if you're gonna head that ball back, like you gotta put some power on it, right? Like you want to make sure it gets there. So, Chad, he's a winger. He's not even supposed to be back there. Well, I mean, that's, that's why the whole substitution didn't make sense. Oh, I'm sorry. It made it made sense at the time of of getting him in to score, but then once that yeah. happens, it's not the worst thing to tell that player like, "Hey, that's your role. You can stay up there." He's not a tall player. Where Charleston yeah. could have played exactly where he was and maybe got more power on that header. Yeah. I mean, but that's Ryan Mason, many, and even even beyond that, like no Liverpool player was around him to really challenge him. Like he could have just no, taken the ball free. down and it was free. And, you know, whatever, but. He, he saw that Joe to run. And he said, "I got you, <laughs> dude." I was so happy, but the same, I was like, "Oh my god, we almost lost to Tottenham." Um, yeah, that was a wild one. So let's segue again because Liverpool's sitting in fifth, right behind a team that I needed some magic to happen in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and Chad, literally every result that I needed to happen for Man U has happened. I needed the draw against Tottenham. Okay. I needed the loss against Brighton. 
one nil baby they got their revenge and then the west ham david de gea i have no wrist power dude ben rama goal of the week (laughs) (laughs) i mean my god he might as well have just passed it to de gea somehow he dude yeah his his wrist just like fell off i don't know (laughs) i think i think de gea put uh Gorilla glue on his cleats. I think he injected <laughs> jello into his wrists. And when he saw that ball going, he said, Oh, time to stick to the ground and, and let my wrist all get all floppy. That was one of the worst efforts. The worst, I think, I don't know, man. I want to say the average Joe could have saved that if you put a little effort into it. I mean, you would think, like, <laughs> sure, like the shot is, you know far away where he does need to kind of make the dive but it it wasn't powerful like no like i said it was basically a pass (laughs) it was so weak ben rama probably was going no fucking way did this guy just do that um and what's crazy is this isn't the first time de gea has done something like this where he just like his energy level focus concentration whatever you want to call it just gets depleted to 50 percent and he potentially might have cost Man United a top four spot. I mean, look, they're uh, they were kind of cruising I, I, in that top four area. Like there was always the question marks of of Brighton because they got you know a whole season left to play basically, and you know Liverpool is definitely making the climb. But like this was you know Man U had pretty much control of fourth third like it was always gonna go back and forth between them and newcastle like i think that's what we had said earlier in the season too where we were kind of trying to decide who would end up where and there's always flip-flop between those two um in in third and fourth but like i don't know if you call it pressure or or just you know they had been in really good form and then struggled and and now are struggling to get back into good form or or what like Chad, Chad, this is Rashford United between months of January to March. Yeah. Rashford United got tired and it turned into this. Yeah, I I mean, I guess so. When's the last time he scored? When's the last time Rashford scored? I don't remember. Oh, actually, it might have been this week, but it was one. But prior to that, um, it it, it had been a while. A couple weeks. Yeah, I think he... Did he score in the Tottenham game then? Uh... No, I don't think it was him in that Tottenham um, game. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it he, was. He's definitely... You're right. It was Tottenham. That was his last goal. But he hasn't scored, you know, Yeah, he, he's take January off. to March. Like, it was a goal every yeah. game, sometimes two. And now he yeah. stopped scoring. Waghouse, I, I don't know what they really expected out of that. He's I just mean... the placeholder for Kane. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. He's tall. Look what Kane could be. I know, know, right? (laughs) Kind of looks like if you squint really hard, (laughs) it kind of looks like Harry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're just they're 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 in a weird spot. Like, they're kind of like like Brentford is right now, where it's just they were playing really well, and now all of a sudden they're very kind of wishy washy, and like some games look Hmm. decent, not to the levels that they were, but decent. And then other games, you know, they looked like they did against West Ham. Like, they couldn't, they didn't really do anything. And they keep playing Anthony, and that guy doesn't know how to sh- get a shot on goal. 
<laughs> just I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's like you said, it, it was Rashford United, and now that's over. <laughs> Chad, you know Ali San has more assists than Anthony. <laughs> just this season. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, um, I got another one for you, Chad. You know Ederson has more assists than Anthony this season? See, I like... What a flop! It's it just you Which, know it's 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 the United signing, the Chelsea signing. We just throw money at this player because whatever reason he played well in in the Netherlands or whatever. I'm like, he's Brazilian, Chad. He's Brazilian. Yeah, but like, you gotta look at his his play more so, or, or and how he fits, like. I don't know. Maybe he'll come good next season or something. But this season has been a lot of, you know, gets the ball on the wing, runs down, tries some move, either doesn't get passed or if he gets passed, shoots it wide. Like, do you remember stick tricks? Remember stick tricks in FIFA? I love when people <laughs> no, do stick exactly. tricks. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Easy. Like it, I just, I, I don't have it right in front of me of how many shots he actually has on target but it can't be a lot like so many of his shots go wide and and don't even force a save from the keeper so i don't know i guess maybe they don't really have any other real option to start over him at the moment but maybe just stop feeding him the ball like just let him run out there and focus on the other side of the pitch <laughs> He has he has 62 shots total this season, and I can't mm-hmm. find on who scored how many he has on target. I don't think he tracks that, mm. but what I will do is I'll go to our hooliganspitch.com fantasy page because we track shots on target, and he has 34. So 50% shot on target rate. Um, the kicker yes. is he has six goals, and he's played virtually yeah. every game. Um that's their weak spot. Actually, yeah, I like that. Well, hang on. They have a lot of weak spots. That is one of the weak spots um, that they need to address. And I think people sometimes forget how bad this team was to start the year. And they got better. Like, didn't they? They went 0 yeah. 3, I'm pretty sure. They lost their first three games. I think so. And one of them was like a 4 0 loss to Brentford, right? That was this season? <laughs> I think so. Uh, it, it was, was so Brentford to Brighton. I think it was Brentford, though. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Forest might have been in there too. Okay, now I now I think, I, I think so. Now I need to make sure I know I'm it was talking a really rough facts. start. Because <laughs> um, I remember we were we were kind of you know, like we poked fun because they started mm, so so was, poorly. I, I think it was Liverpool. Liverpool had the worst start. Uh, Liverpool, I think, lost their first three. Nope, I'm totally wrong there yeah. too. Uh, Liverpool drew their first two, lost their third. Man United lost their first two, beat Liverpool on their third. So, um, yeah, Brentford four nil, Brighton two one. So, the double the double B's got them. But um, anyway, that West Ham did their job that yeah. Liverpool needed them to do. Tejia shot themselves in the foot. Um, can we talk about this Lindelof handball that oh, oh they didn't call? God, I forgot about that. I wanted to puke. Okay. I mean, look, 
we've already said time and again that the handball rule is this weird gray area right, of, of sometimes the handball, sometimes not. But like, <laughs> it's a whoozy whatsy. <laughs> exactly. Like when when you're moving your arm into the path of the ball, it whether you, that's it hits you here, yeah, it hit like, him here, right? I get it's close to the body, but like he physically moved to the ball. <laughs> Is that not like textbook handball situation here? <laughs> now the the terminology they use is. You know, you, you can't have your arm extending out in an unnatural motion. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that wasn't considered an unnatural motion. Yeah. Um, it's not like he was jumping. He was lunging. He was he, he could have put his arms behind his back for, for yeah. it, you know what? If he would have been making the if he would have been making the motion to show he didn't want his arms to be in the way and it hit him in the exact same spot, I'd say harsh if they give it to him. But because yeah. his elbow, the elbow was the driving force. Yeah. He kind of like chicken wings it. He's trying to make sure it, if it would have hit his elbow, it would have been a PK? Like what What? What duration? I mean, you would think, you would but... think right? But like, <laughs> ah, dude, I hated that so much. Yeah. I don't like... I mean, I'm glad it didn't end up being a factor in, in you know, the the end score of the game. But, I mean, I felt like that was pretty clear cut. Like, initially, you know, it when it went live, I thought no, because, you know, his it was, you know, kind of right on his, his, his body. But then you see the replay, and yeah, you know, he, he moves, mm. he moves that wing out, and then... Ridiculous. Yeah, well... <laughs> helps it helps Liverpool so <laughs> it did well yeah. I mean it would we maybe would have got another uh, West Ham another goal I mean I, it's, yeah. it's hard to say but yeah no end result is fine with me um, literally this week went perfect for Liverpool and <laughs> I think we just need one more result from them um, who, yeah who do they got uh, Wolves Bournemouth Chelsea Fulham so like mm, I'm a okay. little nervous that. It might not happen, but a draw. I could see a draw happening somewhere. Um, yeah. I don't know about a loss. Loss, maybe Bournemouth, just because Bournemouth is so unpredictable on on how they're going to play. But now I think, yeah. you know, we haven't really talked about relegation, but I think Bournemouth is feeling a bit better mm-hmm. of where they're at right now. Maybe not 100%. Like, we are safe because they haven't hit the 40-point mark yet. But, like, those bottom, I'm going to say bottom Four now, bottom five. Sorry, bottom five. Sixteen to yeah. twenty. Those are the teams now. I think West Ham is oh, good. Sure. Like West Ham yeah. is gonna, they're gonna make it. Um, but after today, oh my goodness! <laughs> today just yeah, kind of confused, kinda blew it open confusing? a little bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish Southampton would have won. Ugh, that would have made it so much better. <laughs> Could you imagine four teams? Right, it would have been four teams with thirty points, all in last place. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's those relegation games are just like they're heated, right? Like like Everton, I mean, not the they're playing, you know, Brighton, but that Everton came out looking like it was the reverse. Like it should have been Brighton scoring all those easy goals but dude 
Everton came to play. They said we're not we're not going down without a fight, and you know here you are. You're putting up what was it five five one five yeah, one five one. And the the even the own goal that was scored, Everton probably should have put that away the first time, and they got another chance and yeah. still put it away. So. <laughs> It's just inevitable that everything was going to go their way that game. And I've already said it in the Discord, but why Sanchez is, you know, yeah, blackballed so, out to just the cup teams is kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't understand exactly what happened um, to cause this. Uh, but I, I was curious, so I like kind of just looked up their stats. And, you know, for this season, granted... The uh, the sample size between the two is a little bit skewed. Um, so Steele has 10 starts. Uh, he's allowed 15 goals. He's had uh, 50% are clean sheets, and his save percentage is 62.6 out of 10 starts. So, like, not a lot to go off of. Sanchez, on the other hand, has had 23 starts. He's allowed 30 goals. Um, only a 26% clean sheet rate, and his save percentage is 66.2. So they're kind of, like, again, sample size is rough to match them both, but, like, they are kind of similar in, I think, their save ability. But mm-hmm. I think Sanchez, like, Sanchez would always pop up with, like, a key big save. Yeah, that's the major difference. Yeah, so I, I think he's he's probably the better option. And, you know, it, I don't know, he went out injured and, I, like, he, never got his place back. <laughs> I, I want to say, you know, I don't, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but did Brighton have a better record with Sanchez? Um, I, I imagine so, because he was the kind of the middle of the season. I mean, yeah, he, he was, you know, start up to... I mean, he has 23 starts, so he February? You know, probably played, yeah, for, you know, pretty much that whole first half. And I think he came in for, what, a, a game or two since he's been back from injury. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why Steele has, has taken his place. Like, Would you be shocked Steele if Steele is in next week? <laughs> After this one, no. I, I think Sanchez should probably get it back just based on the, like, we need to change something kind of mindset. <laughs> to make sure you're still in the running? Because, I mean, they're still there. They they, they shouldn't yeah. act like top six isn't a real option for them because it, it definitely no. is. Um, I mean, They've hell, got, yeah, hell top four. Top four is still an option for them, too. So why wouldn't they... I don't know. I don't want to say run it back to what was working, but there's no reason why this team should be getting absolutely demolished by Everton who hasn't scored. Oh man. I'm going to say it. Have they scored more than three goals this whole season? My mm. first thought is no more than three, more than three. So they got to get to four. So yeah, I see. I, I see three on here. Once they beat crystal palace, three nil October 22nd. Which I think Connor Cody scored that game. My memories ram up, flip out. No, I'm not right. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but every other game after, I mean, that was their highest scoring game of the season. They had one three goal season, and they said, "Let's put five on Brighton today." Yeah, I mean, I like look that that first half 
Brighton was just... I don't think they really came out with the right energy. Like, their positioning was poor. Dunk looked awful. Like, yeah, they just... I don't know. We're not prepared to start the game, clearly. But, I mean, we got to talk about Dwight McNeil with the the BM bad manners goal. You know, dribble it into the net. Love celebrate it. before it goes Love in. It. Had to do it. <laughs> I like him. Oh, I, I feel just... like I, I shouldn't like Everton this much. But I think it, part of me, like, pities them a little bit, I think. like. Well, look, they've been no threat for, like, the past handful of seasons right so they're supposed to be like our rival they're supposed to be like our tottenham to arsenal and this is (laughs) not not so much these days it's like the head pat like nice try little buddy like yeah yeah but i mean look i i said in the discord but i need everton to bring this energy for next weekend when they play city at home like is it their next game it is yeah whoa they're, they're at home they got city that's City's gonna be a must watch that, they're coming off that madrid game so you know they'll they'll have played recently maybe we'll make some rotations mm-hmm. here and there i need that that sean dyche defensive master class just hit him on the counter they they win the game with five percent possession and like <laughs> make something happen come on <laughs> uh well he never lost against brighton at home which is pretty incredible um his record against man city though i'm really curious I mean, I... it can't be good right because no one had a good record I against man city uh probably not but two and 14 but hey those yeah. two he got two that's it. And, you know, I just, I think about the game that, you know, uh, um, Arsenal went to Everton and played and like, you know, Everton set up exactly as he expected to just like defend and like try and hit you on the counter and it worked. And, you know, City, you're coming off, you're right in between two big games for Champions League. The only thing that could upset that is if they, you know, blow out Madrid in this first game, which I don't think will happen, but who knows? <laughs> but I mean, please Everton. <laughs> I think Do something. I think Madrid and City is going to be a shootout. Um yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good one. I think they're going to sure. go for it. Uh just fun facts on Sean Dyche. Uh his wins against City doesn't help my case here on on his record he beat yeah. them in 2001 and 2002 in the championship while he coached millwall fc uh so yeah but <laughs> it's a, it's a time to add another one to the win column you know now is not a bad time <laughs> not a bad time 20 years later yeah. why not yeah why, why not? not you know save everton from relegation by beating the current league leaders that would be tight <laughs> he should, yeah i mean that, that i'm gonna be watching that one for sure i don't know what the times look like as far as uh yeah I'm not who's sure. playing at that time uh, oh they they play right before the arsenal brighton game so it's a saturday uh sunday for both of those sweet so Don't yeah definitely happen. i'll check out both of those um i mean yeah brighton I hope they don't want some revenge <laughs> performance after this one for next week because 
you know, it's Arsenal at home against them, and I'm sensing it, Chad. I mean, yeah, it could, it, it could be one of those trap games. I don't know. Arsenal's <laughs> got to bring it. They can't. They can't shy away from that one. Yeah. Um, for sure. All right, let's talk Man City here because they might have looked the shakiest they've ever played uh, in the last. <laughs> Two months or so, believe it or not, there's two teams in the top five leagues right now who have won their last six matches. Do you want to take a guess at who they might be? In the top five leagues? Yeah. Um, well, City. Yes. <laughs> and... I'll give you a hint. They're, yeah, in, give me a hint. they're in the Premier League. In the Premier League, okay. I'm not going to scroll down and look at the Don't table. Do here. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Won their last their last six. You said. Look at my eyes, baby. Is it Liverpool? They're fucking Liverpool. Let's go. Six. You're six. Last six. Had that many going. Hey man, we're clicking. We're clicking. All um, right, all right. But sad part is, so is City. Uh, yeah. However, however, this weekend they showed that Leeds could take points off of them. Now, my hypothetical here with Gundogan scoring two goals, got the PK for the third. Holland said, I want you to get your hat trick. Do your thing. Pep, probably the maddest I've ever seen him get, honestly, in a while. Um, you, You know, to be fair... What does that man really have to get mad at in the last couple of years? Not a whole lot. Uh, but scenario for you. If Holland's goal-breaking goal was that PK, would he have taken that? Or do you think he would have still given it to Gundogan? Is he good guy oh. Holland? Or is he just semi-good guy Holland? I mean... Yeah, like in all the interviews, he's like, "I'm not worried about these records and stuff. I'm, you know, focused on the just mm. winning the games." But like, if that's your your record breaking goal and it's a PK, so like, odds are in your favor. I I think he probably takes it, right? <laughs> I think he takes it, Chad. Um, yeah. I think Pep has a right to get mad here. Yeah, their sure. their their title is still on the line. Hat tricks don't mean anything at the end of the season. Just because he got a hat trick this game, what would that have done if they became second place to Arsenal? Nothing. Yeah, it would have meant yeah. nothing. And I mean, like, I, th- I think Gundogan is was the captain on the day, right? Mm, I don't know I about that so. one. Uh, or maybe no, it's probably De Bruyne, right? Um, or no, he did. I don't, did he play? I don't think he played. I don't know. De Bruyne is hurt right now. Oh, he did play. Wait, hang on. Time, time out. My report said De Bruyne was hurt going into this game. He did play. Captaincy? Couldn't tell you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. But you know, I I would hope, and I guess Pep would hope that you know Gundogan has more top flight experience than. Holland does and you know more experience at City with like the run-in of of a championship Mm -hmm. hope so like you would you would hope that he would be like no like thank you for thinking of me for the uh the hat trick but like 
we just take the win. You take this PK, get it out of the way, di- boom, done. Because like, I get why Pep's mad. That's like these the the little bit of you know mental um, lapses. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, mental lapse of just like you know Leeds was very close to mm-hmm. making us a draw. You know, like that. that it's that easy to make this one split decision where you, you, you think you're just being the nice guy, giving a hat trick away, but then, you know, it doesn't work that way. Right. And it can it can be that easy, you know? It, it's it's a, uh, you got to stay in, in the game and in the run. And, you know, you, you, I don't know if you've seen the video, but there's a video of Pep, like, right after that, where he's just, like, yelling at Holland. He's like, you take the penalties. Yeah, yeah. You take them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was 2-0 at the time, so, like, it was still a game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, the third look, one makes anything, a big difference. I know two nils is, are not safe. Yeah, so. <laughs> most dangerous lead. Uh, so I'm not surprised at how everything kind of fell from that point. And, and good again, his post-game interview was kind of funny because he's so soft-spoken and I just it's really hard for me to to put a voice to a player sometimes he's like oh, hi yeah. he's like early and just so nice and he give me the ball and <laughs> just like <laughs> dude like it's okay to say no to him like he is I, yeah. he is a kid but um I don't know I think the moment right then looked bigger than the end goal and yeah. for whatever reason that's just the little cockiness of city and I don't know. I kind of wish maybe Gunigan did score there to show that there is a little bit of cockiness in them. And true, cockiness doesn't bring out the best in people or teams. So yeah, it would have been fascinating if he did make it. And then down the line, they become a little bit more relaxed. And then who knows what happens? But if anything, this could have locked them in more because they know. Like they, yeah. they they can't mess around. So I I don't know. There's pros and cons with what happened in that that in that tiny situation, um, that doesn't show up in the stats. It's mental. It's, that's <laughs> straight mental right there. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, you know, it's they got this the two legs against Madrid on the mind. I'm sure. Like, you know, maybe not fully prepping for it before this Leeds game, but, you know, I, I think as much as the, another Premier League title is a, a good result for them, like, I think somewhere deep down, their their real desire is that Champions League title, so it's going to be a hard battle for that whole squad to, you know, be able to switch focus from Premier League to Champions League and stay 100% focused on, yep. on every, each game like that, so... And I don't want to um, hear no excuses if they don't win the title because they're focused on Champions League. No, None of that. that. None of it. Don't want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see what what they can do. But Leeds almost pulled off something amazing, that's for sure. <laughs> Damn it, Leeds. We were all rooting yeah. for you. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, because now they're in kind of a tight spot after uh, after today's results. Because I mean, what you were you're probably expecting Brighton to win, which would have had Everton on twenty nine. So Leeds is still safe, <laughs> and then Leicester. 
Yeah, you maybe could have expected the loss. Leicester, Leicester plays Liverpool this week. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Leeds was in a kind of a spot where they honestly could have survived without winning anything if all the other teams lost. But now, I mean, they got to get a win out of their their final oh, games yeah. now. But. Have to. So tight spot, but they got Big Sam in there, you know. I mean, he might make the big difference. He did compare himself to not one, not two championship coaches, but he threw Arteta in there too, which I I didn't want to say until we talked about it, but I, there's pedigrees on, on managers. Sure, yeah, yeah. And Klopp and Pep have earned where they are. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say Arteta is in those Two two pedigrees of of those coaching spots yet. No, yeah, I mean he has the the FA Cup win from his his first season, but beyond that, like, you know, he hasn't done much. But and you know this season, yeah, it was led Arsenal to the top of the table for most of the season and and could potentially still get there. But maybe it was just more of a, uh, you know, he's kind of the manager of the moment sort of deal where. You know, he, he's had a good run this season, but then I guess you could say the same thing about, like, Eddie Howe at, at Newcastle and stuff. But Well, I'm gonna, okay, now, hang on, Chad. I'd like to throw little theories in here. Uh, sure. Do you think Big Sam and Arteta have a relationship where if leads go down, there might be some, I don't know, some synergy between the two clubs saying, hey, we'll, you know, we'll pass this on to you? Because it, it just was such a strange compliment because yeah. it was a compliment. It was saying, I'm on the levels of these three managers. Uh, two of those managers being Champions League winners, title winners, going on a hat trick of titles uh, in Pep, and then Arteta, who's been a manager for th- three years and, yeah, just has the one. So it's, it, he could have yeah, thrown, he thrown any manager in that third spot, and I would have been, yeah, like, really. been like, okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe because the EPL doesn't have that many tenured managers in it there. It could be something like, like that, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, if, if leads go down, like... Um, I want to say they'll they'll come right back up. Well, if they hang on to the same team, they should, right? I mean, Yeah, if, if they keep them to the same team, they should, which at that point, yeah, you kind of want to you know, make some relationships with, with other mm. top teams. So like, you know, you can, you can work out some loan deals mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was more just like, you know, Pep and Klopp are, are the known quantities and then Arsenal and Arteta are just like the other competing team this year. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe he does have, bigger visions for Arteta and, and, and sees what, what he's capable of. I don't know, but... Hard to tell right now. It was just a, yeah. a compliment just felt weirdly out of place, and I didn't really know how to think of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you have anything more to say about City there? I mean, I don't... I don't. I can't say um, I have a, a whole lot. I mean, not, not so much. I mean, yeah, Holland's, you know... His goal midweek against West Ham to to break the the season scoring record was a nice nice little chip there. But 
He's just better than <sighs> so many players, and it doesn't make any sense why he's this good. He's he's that robot out there, just <laughs> built and designed to, uh, to be a striker. And <laughs> hey, hey, man, Norwegians are top four in EPL goals this this season. Top three or four. I can't remember the exact place and where they are, but they've scored 50. And I'll be straight up <laughs> honest with you, it's Odegaard and Holland, 35 yeah. and 15. But... Um, <laughs> They're outscoring a lot of different countries. I think Brazil, England has like 360-something. I think Brazil is up there to the likes of Martinelli, um, Jesus. Uh, there's a couple other Brazilians here and there that Anthony, have scored. No. Charleston. No. <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, so Brazil was up there, and there was one other country. Firmino. <laughs> oh, Firmino has a lot. Yep, yep, for sure. Nine. I think he has nine this season. Um, it's pretty good. Bargain. Uh, shoot, what other country? Got to be like a a Portugal or something, right? Like, although Wolves haven't scored a whole lot, I was just thinking well, that they have a lot of Portuguese players. It'd but be, it'd be Jota, Jota, and Fernandez have put in a couple. Outside of that, I don't know. I'm trying to think of yeah. France. Does France doesn't have a big number. No. I'm trying to go top uh, four teams and like see if that helps. Um, Brazil might be second now that I think about it. Nor- Norway might be third. Maybe, yeah. Because Kane is England. Mm-hmm. I guess what at Newcastle. Um... I mean, yeah, they, got... they haven't scored a whole lot. Like in, in, they were kind of all over the place too. Cal yeah. Nielsen, uh Joe Linton, Brazil. Yeah. So a lot of English, which is just crazy to see well, that number. Yeah. But um, yeah. anyway, we can talk about the cool off the cool off of Villa. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I, yeah, their uh, European dreams are fading quickly. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I can't think of a good punny name for them, but was it uh, Ollie Watkins Villa? Because <laughs> he stopped scoring, and it's very similar to the to the Rashford United. Um, they stopped moving. Something like that. I mean, like it seemed like in both um, what they just played Wolves, Wolves and Man U for that. Yeah, Man U. Um, I mean, both both games just looked like they were kind of uh, like they just can't finish anymore. Like anyone on their team, it, the shots are just not landing, and you know, yeah, that's uh, Ollie's not finding those little spaces to just pop up and, and get the goal. So I don't know if it's uh, that that European dream was, you know, they were knocking at the door and then pressure hit or or what, but. How many times yeah. do we say that is the hottest team in Europe, and all of a sudden, <laughs> we've said it with Castle, we've said it with Villa, Brighton. We might need to start like keeping track of maybe we got a curse that we put on mm. teams. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I definitely know. put it on City and Liverpool today. Uh, good for you, bad for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know who else is hot. Honestly, there's no one else that's really hot right now. Yeah, I won't, um, I won't say I won't say your name, but you've been you've been all over the place. But even then, yeah, it's you know just 
kind of coming back into form, I think, for Arsenal. And then Bournemouth? <laughs> but, I mean, they slipped against Chelsea. Like, w- the way they had been playing, I thought they at least could have got a draw from the Chelsea game. But... Me too. Me too. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. They had no one, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, City and Liverpool are clearly the, the teams in form right now, but... I think that's kind of it, right? Like a lot of green, Chad. There's a lot of green on those teams. Green. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> feeling man, they fell off. I'm cool with it. All the teams I wanted to f- needed to fall off, not necessarily yeah. wanted to, because I didn't think we'd be in this spot. Still, what a roller coaster of a year it's been. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, it's kind of incredible that Liverpool's been able to to kind of salvage the season, right? Like. <laughs> In fifth right now, one point off of fourth. I Same. mean, United got a and Newcastle have a game in hand, but you know you're right there. After some points of the season, it looked like you know it was nothing was going to come of it, and now you're uh, potentially getting into Champions League. We'll see. I mean, yeah, Brighton's still got that two games in hand. So. I know Brighton's schedule is fascinating. Because they could arguably make yeah. up six points right now and be at 61. And then we have to battle against them. I think we play them. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a tight finish for that top four, for oh, we sure. Don't, we don't play Brighton. Man, this season is... It, it's crazy when we go week by week how long it truly feels. <laughs> um, I mean, our schedule is pretty straightforward. Well, I, so so look at... At Brighton's schedule here is like they got Arsenal next, then they got Newcastle, uh, Southampton, and then they got City, and they got Villa. So like, they're tough. They're That's t- tough. T- it's a tough run, but like, I mean, if if they take points off of Newcastle, like that potentially helps Liverpool, right? Like, I don't I don't think Villa will be much in the running at that point, given how they've been playing, but like. You know, it gives at least a little more space to Liverpool in that sense. And you think Liverpool gets third? Third. We have three games left: Leicester, me, Villa, yeah. Southampton. I know Leicester and Villa for sure. Yeah, Southampton. Let's see. So, Man, I don't want to chalk those uh, up now, but I I don't know. I mean, Newcastle's got Leeds. Brighton, Leicester, and then Chelsea. It should all be winnable. <laughs> so, but Leeds is fighting for their lives. That's true. That game's gonna that's be true. Brighton has still got the European dream. Leicester will also be fighting for their lives. See, those teams are fighting. Chelsea don't give a shit. So that game, I mean, I'll Chelsea won them. a game. So maybe this will start their little. End of season run. Like. Chad, when Connor Gallagher is your top leading scorer in 2023 with three goals. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> and number two is Zhao Felix, who isn't even really on the team with with two. I think I read it correctly. It's two. Um, I don't believe in Chelsea. I don't even believe in them next year. Nope. I don't. I mean, sorry. 
I yeah, I don't think this is a uh, you know bring in a, a new permanent manager and all will be solved. Like the squad is just it, there's so many players and so many different styles, and they still don't have like an actual striker. Like Lukaku will come back, but like they gotta keep him though. There. I think they'll figure it out with him. They like, have I mean, to. They I have guess to. They're gonna have to, right? But like. I don't know. They're going to be in a weird spot. Like Lukaku's you... going to cry if he has to leave Inter and they win Champions League. Well, it's looking that way. <laughs> Too bad, Whether so they, sad. You know, win Champions League or not. Like, <laughs> yeah, Chelsea will be fun to watch and just see like what happens because I think this is a. Uh, as much as they wanted the long-term project, I think the long-term project is going to be like sorting out the squad and then starting the project, right? Like it's an eight-year project divided by six months at a time. I mean, that's it. Like, <laughs> like we got the stories of of you know players having to change in the hallway and stuff because they got they don't got enough room in the locker room. Like it's too many of them. The squad is so big and. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't know who they who they have that they can sell that easily, right? Like, um, I'm, I mean, Chilwell just signed a new contract. Chilwell. He's staying. No, I, I don't know about that one. That would be the he one. He just signed a new deal. That happened this week? No, not this week, but pretty recently. Chad, I think City's going to buy that out. No. You crazy. Dude, City wants him. I'm telling uh, you. That is the one yeah. that City will drop for. This season. Uh, this... Oh, okay. Well, a month ago, he signed a new two-year deal uh, going until 2027. Gone. He's gone. So, at the summer, yeah, he'll have, you know, three, four years left. I'm telling you. City's coming knocking. And that's the well. only player they really want, at least as far as I'm seeing. That they need. <laughs> yeah, they, that they need. Um, which, oh my God, what would they do without a left back? Uh, <laughs> City. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, okay. So Mason Mount has been rumored to leave, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really featured much after. I don't think he's still injured, is he? He is. He's out. I think that's. I think that's so he doesn't get hurt. To sell him. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ziyech will leave, but he's 30. He's not going to any you he, know, top 16. He was supposed to go to like, free transfer to PSG. But the, but right, the, yeah. but the fax machine broke. Fax didn't work, yeah. <laughs> um, Connor Gallagher, I think, is like an option that they have to sell. I don't know that they will. He has Newcastle uh, written all over him for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, Newcastle's going to splash. Newcastle's for sure going to do something. Like there's been James Madison. Of, uh, See that Kieran Tierney. Oh, Tierney. To... Wow. Yeah. I mean, Tierney's a, a tough one just because, I mean, Zinchenko's hmm. kind of taking his spot and Zinchenko can play oh. that, that midfield kind of um, role. But I don't know. If I was the manager, I'd kind of like having the option of like absolutely more defensive. You know, typical fullback, left back, and you know your hybrid Zinchenko role. But I, I, I don't get it. You know, I don't remember who it was that ran at Zinchenko in the box. 
but Zinchenko ate shit. And oh. I and I was like, I got like a uh oh, like a kind of that yeah. feeling in my stomach. And I was like, that guy does not he is not comfortable in I his mean, own I mean, box. He's just he's just not a natural defender. No, like no, no, no. I think for most of his career he's played like a, a you know, a left mid, left winger sort of role, right? And then he goes to City and Pep is like your left back now. And just, that's kind of where he's at. But Well and how much uh, has City really defended the last five years where he never needs to be in there yeah yeah so i i would like tierney to stay but you know he hasn't really played a whole lot this season so i get it you know he wants to play he's still young uh he feels like a newcastle signing i would hope that arsenal don't sell to newcastle just because they are now kind of a competing top definitely six realm but if you do it's got to be for a high price so See what happens with that. And they got but, that oil money. They'll, if, if, yeah, Newcastle, if, if Newcastle wants them, they'll go get them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back to Chelsea. I don't know. They can't sell any of these players. <laughs> like, they're not going to sell Reese James. Um, you can try and sell Loftus Cheek, but I don't know who's going to buy him. Um,. Did you know Lampard? Did you know Lampard is the first manager since 2005 to lose 10 Premier League games in a row? Yikes! <laughs> That's not a not a good stat to have to your name. <laughs> no, no. I keep seeing a bunch of deep fakes with him too, and I'm like, are these real? Oh, it's so hard to tell. Yeah, um, yeah he's pretty bad. But that whole team's bad. I, it's not. I, I don't even. You can't. Obviously, you can't lay it all on him for Chelsea because Potter yeah. left him a hot mess, and they are where they are. Like, what yeah. do you do? Forty-two points. They man, when they won that game, though, I was deep down. I was like, ah, so disappointed. All of our content is gone. Yeah, come on. It was so easy. It's too easy. <laughs> Um, yeah. any? I think we covered a lot of the games. Is yeah, it, were there I any mean, others in there? That... You know, Fulham actually won today, which is yeah. uh, Leicester fans chanting, "You don't deserve to wear the kit to their team after they're leaving the pitch." Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Oof. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's yikes!" That's. <laughs> It's awkward. Awkward if you're a player coming to applaud your fans and then that's what they're chanting back at you. And they, I mean, they might be right. Some of them maybe don't. Some of them maybe do. But um, they did look pretty terrible, to be fair. But, I, I uh, stand by Walt Fast is the worst defender in the league. Soyan Chu. Oh, that when they. I don't remember who scored it. I think it was the second or third goal Fulham got. But it was a it was a it was a mistake by Wout, and everyone on Leicester didn't react to the goal being scored. Besides Wout, he like grabbed his hair and was like, "Oh, like oh!" And it's because everyone knew, like, "Yeah, that's on you. Like that is a hundred percent on you." And I, I, I don't know. Soyeon Chu can't wait to get out of there. I will. I, I think I will also die on this hill where he could probably have been a top 
six to seven point getter in our league if he didn't get uh, blacklisted yeah. to to Rogers hell. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's definitely a, a mistake on on you know Lester's season is just not not playing not only him but like you have a handful of defenders and he, uh, Rogers was playing like midfielders in defense at a certain point like just because <laughs> I do think uh Sutar um will be if they remain in Premier League next season he will be a top point getter for our team. He hasn't been playing the last couple of games and I strictly believe that's because they do not want to risk injury for him, which is why Suyun Chu's getting in there. Um they want that that guy's good. He's going to be there. He's 24. Yeah. He's going to be there for the next couple of years. I think that is going to be there. Their stability that they desperately need. Yeah, I mean, they just got to survive. Like they, you know, were able to get three goals back and could have had a, a fourth if, as if Vardy missed his penalty. I think. Yep. So, you know, Fulham kind of gave him the the uh, way back in, but just too little, too late. I think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and then uh, what Nottingham versus Southampton was that was fun. Kind of just back and forth, right? Like it started all Nottingham, but Southampton was working their way back they and clawed their way back into it. Just too late. It was just too yeah. late. They ran out of time. Honestly, throw another fifteen minutes on that game. Might have been four four, but yeah. I don't know. Forrest finally is waking up, saying, "Oh my God, we need to get this thing under control." And Thirty-three points isn't the safest of places, but uh, I mean they're in the best place besides West Ham. I I think yeah. West Ham is safe, and they're right after that. It's going to be tight though; they could still easily so, drop. I mean, yeah, they they go away to Chelsea, they got Arsenal at home, and then they go away to Palace. So mm. no real easy games, but Mm-mm. you know it, it's it's coming down to that point where you just leave it all out there. You, Three matches, you know, just go until the tank's empty and, and try and get something to happen because you're you're safe now. You're you know you you took the first step of getting out of that that thirty point zone, so it could happen. We'll see. Well, I think Leicester and Southampton are done. I think so. Southampton for sure. Um, Leicester, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just, they're starting to fall apart, I think. I think it's going to be Leeds. I mean, if, I if Everton can, yeah, if, if Everton can, you know, build on today's performance and, and, you know, have that same energy and just, just play and defend well and, and hit teams on the counter, I think they'll be fine. Um just i don't know they 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 have that one performance every few like this or it's like they look like they know what they're doing and then they kind of just i don't know go for cruise control or something and and forget. start to lose it just forget <laughs> forget how to play yeah. um all right do you want to do nominations i know we have like a long list here but i think i generally know who i want to do yeah I think um, I'm ready. 
I'm going crazy. Okay, I like it. I want my not defensive player, not keeper. I want my player of the week to be Aaron Ramsdale. Mm. Okay. Two wins. One goal allowed against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Five oh, saves. That goal. Not much you can do about it. That's all right. Yeah. He still he got the job done, but I think the performance from Newcastle is the one that is the standout. It's big, yeah. If he didn't play the way he did, there's no way I don't think they win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, he just looked calm, too, while doing it. And I think that's super important to have in a keeper. The keepers yeah. get hot-headed and are screaming and yelling, blah, blah, blah. That's a whole, like, ego thing. And I don't think he's the type of keeper to do that. It's not like Pickford, right? Where Pickford's always yelling yeah. and bickering. Like, this is different. Like, he knows his place, and he's really good at it. So I really want to give it to Ramsdale. And I know we saw a lot of goals scored, um, especially today, which obviously could promote... Uh, you know, a player, yeah. and I have no problem with it, but I do think a keeper, out of all the weeks, this is the one, that performance, he showed yeah. up. I think that's 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 a good shout. Um, I mean, the other one's on my list. I had to put Holland on the list just because he breaks this, you know, single-season goals record. Um, I threw Leno on there pretty early after the penalty save. And he ended the game with eight saves, so like he had a good game. But like the five-three scoreline is like, yeah, a little bit of a, a, a you know a smudge on that performance, I guess. But I mean, Dwight McNeil, two goals, one assist, one forced own goal. Come on, I I, I I'm totally happy with it being him because the way the fans were going crazy after every time he basically touched the ball. Um, I mean, the way Everton played today was just so unreal. Um, yeah. I mean, they're they're going to be my team of the week nomination too. Uh, yeah. No one saw them beating okay. Brighton. Okay, here's here's my deal for you. Okay, all right, <laughs> let's work something out. I think I think we can agree on Everton being team of the week. I think so. A win and a draw. Win the draw, but then like you know, you take table into account and mm-hmm. yep, context for sure. Yeah. Um, if we don't give McNeil Player of the Week, we got to give him Goal of the Week for just walking it in. Yes. <laughs> I I I, I, mm, I actually like hang a, on, hang on. There's hang some on, other good on. goals, so it's like I don't think it's yeah, it's not that quick a decision, but. The Bournemouth goal. This guy deserves goal. to be recognized the, here. The, the Vina goal for Bournemouth. Yeah. The build-up to that was so nice. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, <sighs> See, uh, I mean, two goals, one assist, one forced own goal. That, like, kind of three goals and one assist. It beats Ramsdale. It does. And I'm okay. I, we can... And I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay giving Everton player and team. I am. Yeah. I mean, we can we can just call you know Ramsdale the defensive action of the sure. week of just making big key saves. This one won it two in a row. No bias. <laughs> <laughs> I I think just looking here again, Arsenal won two, which is big. 
But I think the pressure that Everton had might have been bigger. It's close, but I think Everton had the the Brighton matchup just like that. I mean, Five one. That's crazy. Yeah, that that's that's you know a, a decisive win and and yep. completely opposite as I think most people would have assumed that was going to go. Um, I mean, man, <laughs> I I think we do McNeil player. Ramsdale's saves for defensive action, Everton team, and we can still talk about goal of the week. <laughs> there were some good ones. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of good ones this week. The Odegaard goal. Yeah. Uh, the, goal, um, <laughs> the Ben Rama goal. Uh, <laughs> we can go on and on. But, I mean, um, you got to give Holland a shout for the chip. Yep. For his... His goal against West Ham. Um, Willian's second goal was pretty nice. The you know hit from top of the box felt like vintage Willian, just like hits it and finds the corner. Um, this is like meme goal week with the Willian and the Neil goal. It's like <laughs> yeah, truly FIFA hacks right there. Yeah. Uh, there was a goal I saw today too, and I can't remember who did it. Where someone cut into the box. And placed it perfectly. Darn it. I'm not going to remember who it was. There are so many. Um, Especially after today. We saw 26 goals in the week. All of a sudden today, 21 goals. I was like, okay. My brain is rattled. (laughs) Um, Okay. McNeil, player, Everton, team. Ramsdale, defense. (sighs) The goal. Yeah, I mean, we can uh, give honorable mention to McNeil. We can still post that and it's true. It's make true. it a thing. I the Odegaard one. I think the Odegaard one is big. He's won it before. Like, just, just kind of looking at you know context of the game. It's it uh, I mean, it gave Arsenal more control. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I like Holland's chip though for for his 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 record-breaking goal. That's it's a pretty good one. That run up the middle was—he's just so he's so fast. What do you do? Yeah. What do you yeah. do? <laughs> um, dang, Chad. I don't know, man. This is tough. And I I like the Bournemouth goal too, but that was I liked the team buildup of it. It wasn't so much the yeah. direct goal. It was the whole sequence, but. Sure, yeah. I think if we can get it down to Odegaard and Holland, our Norwegian boys. Norwegian boys. I think we coin flip it. Coin flip. I don't. I don't. If it's between those two, I think I go Holland. Really? It's a nice chip. It breaks a record. Like I feel like you got to give a little bit of a shout out to that. All it's right. no five goal game, but. <laughs> he at least deserves a shout out for breaking the record with a, a nice little chip. I'll settle. I'll settle. <laughs> still waiting for his five goals. I still think it's possible. It could happen. I mean, look, they still got to play Brighton. Brighton letting five today, so <laughs> it could all be Holland. It just it's up to Pep. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing is if Pep, Pep let him do that. <laughs> I think Holland would do it every time if he could. <laughs> 
Um, in other news, Messi's leaving PSG. It's kind of been confirmed. Uh, yeah, where I've, do you want him to go? Well, I've seen two rumors. Either $10 million a year to Barcelona or $320 million a year to Saudi Arabia with Jordi Alba and uh, Verratti uh, uh, and... Busquets. Busquets, too? I saw him, yeah. He was name thrown in there. So why not just go to Barcelona, then, if... Half the team is still there. (laughs) Messi, Messi, been making money for so long. He's got all the endorsement deals he could want. Saudi Arabia, yeah, it's an easy three hundred mil. But like, did he see what Ronaldo's going through? Like, you could go back to Barca, end your career there if you really want to. You know, Chavi's the manager now. The all these might still win shit. Yeah, like I think that's the move. Let me ask you, striker. Yeah. I hope he goes that that way, but man, we'll see. <laughs> what if he psychs everyone out and goes to City? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, as much like the Arsenal fan in me would hate to see it, but like I'd love to finally see him finally. in the Premier League, especially with Holland there. Like, dude, it, I think it could happen. There's maybe get like a year or something, right? Like. Why not? If your city like you have an opportunity to maybe sign, you know, Messi, like throw your name in the ring for sure. <laughs> oh, I'll be so upset. But actually, yeah. I won't be because our fantasy league, it won't be a clear-cut make choice. It, it would True. make it very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I guess Messi would still probably be a forward. Yeah. I don't know what he play. I don't know what Really, what I position he, though? He's still kind of that like she, that winger role. Okay. Uh, I think. I, yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. Has he dropped back enough to be considered a center attacking mid? No. No. Right winger is his main position right now. So. Yeah. I mean, a, a small part of me wants him to just, you know, come to MLS team and that team play somewhere near me so I can just go watch Messi play live. <laughs> That'd but, be amazing. You know. Amazing. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's there yet. I don't I don't think MLS is out of the question in the next few years for him if he wants to keep playing, but I don't think this is the time. Especially when you have, you know, a three hundred million dollar offer on the table. Like <laughs> MLS won't get close to that, so <laughs> I s- I know he said he wasn't going to do it, but I think he'll do the World Cup again. I can see it. I mean, I think he will. Even if he he doesn't, you know, star as much as he has in past ones, I, I think same. I think he'll probably go for it. Like, I mean, it's like we we've talked about before. He's been so good at just adapting his game to how he plays at, at certain ages. Like yep. once he starts to slow down a little bit, he, he plays a more creative role and, you know, still finds himself in, you know, great positions and can, you know, dribble your pants off. But like, I'd love to see him do another world cup, you know, especially cause that's the USA, Canada, Mexico one. So like there's a chance to see him. <laughs> I hope it happens. Yeah. Really do. Yeah. Um, did you hear the, the, VAR news that just came out today. Hmm. I want to say I scanned it, but I didn't fully grasp so, it. Uh, Howard Webb, the PGMOL, the refing organization head dude, 
um, basically said that they're going to release a, a show um, on May 15th that will release the, the VAR audio of key decisions that have happened over the season. Um, and in the future, like as a next season, they hope to do a, a more regular release schedule of this. <laughs> um, they said it, it, it's always going to be, you know, a, a a days later own show sort of thing, not live audio. So weenies make it live. A, 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 yeah. A step in the right direction, <laughs> I guess. But like, why not just do the live audio? If they can edit it, I don't, I don't believe it. If, and that's the thing is like, now you're not only days later. So like the emotion of that event is, is gone. Like, you know, it game is over. It doesn't matter what you say now. Just like all the apologies they have sent out this season. Like, um, if it's live audio, at least you know fans have a little bit more inclination of like, okay, well this is what they're thinking. So like, I guess I can see it or or whatever. But then yeah, if you're if you're doing it in a, its own show, are you showing every VAR decision, even the ones you got horribly wrong, or you're just cherry picking the ones that's like, yeah, this one was a clear handball because his arm is fully extended, so handball. Like and they can they can edit out the ums, the butts, the oh, like oh, uh, I want to hear that. I want to hear them. What do you think about this? Uh, uh, that's what I want because like yeah, you're you're human. It's okay to be human. It's okay to not understand certain situations. But don't act like you're never wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I like it's a step, but like the most minuscule step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, eventually you just got to get to the live audio during the decisions because it's not that hard. Give us the body cam footage. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see that May 15th is when that first one comes out. Um, what are they airing it on? I mean, it it goes on the Sky Sports, I think. So I don't know if we'll see hmm. it over here in the states necessarily, but I'm sure you can you can find it posted somewhere. But um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, good luck. I feel like it's going to be an epic backfire, but yeah, we won't know until we see it. Yeah. All right. Well, Chad, we've talked for I think close to. Closest to two hours here. We had a lot. We had a lot. We had a lot to catch up on. Um, Champions League tomorrow, Man City, Real. I'll be watching. Get your lineup in. Don't forget. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. You got anything else? That's it. Um, I mean, yeah. Tomorrow's Champions League and uh, Sac Republic take on Colorado Rapids in the Mm. Open Cup. So, see how that goes. Yeah. Other than that, we we should be back on schedule and you know finish out the season strong. <laughs> Three or four more weeks if you're some team. Six more weeks if you're Brighton. End of the season <laughs> officially for us is June third with the FA Cup match. Um, June tenth, Champions League final. But we don't have to worry about that. We might come on and talk about it. Probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but until then, it has been a pleasure. And like always, the hooligans are out. Peace.